Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. At 7.12 on Wisconsin's Morning News, what kind of snow were you telling me we were getting today? Neutral snow. Where did you hear that? So Marissa says it's not going to be... Her? Yeah. It's not going to be super wet and heavy snow. Okay. And it's not going to be light and fluffy. So it's, it's neutral. Snow. Yeah. It's a neutral snow. Yeah. So it won't fall through a parking structure, but it also won't get blown really easily. So there you go. Neutral snow. It'll, okay. It, you'll, you'll get a little density. You'll be able to throw it put with that, the old snow thrower. Put that in your snow vocabulary for today and keep it in mind. You know, if you've got kids, your tax refund could actually be smaller this year due to a sizable change in the child tax credit. You're going to want to know about it. ABC's Daria Albinger with this morning's tax tip. Honey, they shrunk the tax credit. I'm Daria Albinger with today's tax tip. Remember the big child tax credit last year? Well, it's a lot smaller again. In 2021, with the American Rescue Act, I believe it was called, the tax credit temporarily went up to $3,600 per child. But this tax year, 2022, it returns back to $2,000. So that's back to the 2019 level. Financial expert Humphrey Yang says if you took the credit in 2021, then you can't take it this time. But if you didn't take advantage of the bigger credit, maybe you didn't need it. All is not lost. If you missed out on the $3,600 tax credit of 2021, you may still be able to get that if you file an amended return. You'll find more information about child tax credits on the IRS website, irs.gov or irs2go, the app. This is also a situation where you may want to talk to a tax professional. With today's tax tip, I'm Daria Albinger, ABC News. Tax tips brought to you by the Neal Group. For less stress with the IRS, visit neilgroup.net. That's N-E-A-L group.net for a free consultation. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Quarterback uncertainty in Green Bay continues, but hold up. Things are starting to heat up. Following multiple meetings between the Packers four-time MVP Aaron Rodgers and a contingent of New York Jets leadership, Diana Russini of ESPN is reporting this morning, there is hope in the Big Apple. There is optimism in the New York Jets building today. It actually started before that trip to the West Coast to meet Aaron Rodgers in person. This was all driven by owner Woody Johnson. He wanted to get in front of the quarterback, get to know him a little bit, and talk about what it could be, what it could look like, and what they could achieve with Aaron Rodgers under center in New York with this Jets roster. So they went in there thinking they could get him, and they came home believing they are poised to get him, and they feel like they can get this done. Now look, this is Aaron Rodgers. He takes his time. He thinks things through. He likes to think outside the box. He could wake up today and say he doesn't want to play football anymore. He could retire. But in terms of the Jets side of this, the New York Jets feel good that Aaron Rodgers could be their quarterback this season. Yep. Stay tuned, Packers fans. More certainly to follow as the NFL New League year is less than a week away. Over to College Hoops, where it was a must-win game for Wisconsin in the first round of the Big Ten tourney, and it was a game they found themselves down by as much as 27 points. But they continue to battle back in the second half. Spinning inside, wall. Tyler Wall would do all he could, leading the team with 19 points, but it would be too little, too late for Wisconsin as they fall to Ohio State by a final score of 65-57. to 
to end their Big Ten tournament hopes and possibly their season. Head coach Greg Gard on what went wrong for his squad. For us, disappointing start. The first half, thought they were way more aggressive than we were. They put us on our heels in a lot of situations. They got very comfortable with what they were doing offensively. By the time we had rallied and, and played you know, with more aggressiveness, more physicality in the second half, obviously we had ourselves dug into way too deep of a hole. So... A good lesson for us in terms of the tale of two halves, but the, I thought the, de- the difference was the aggressiveness and the physicality they played with in the first half that we did not match. In second half, we finally started to, to do some things how we've done them through part of the year. Wisconsin will now sit and wait to see if they make the college basketball tournament as the announcement of dates, games, and seedings are this coming Sunday. This college basketball tournament update is presented by Outdoor Living Unlimited. Eric, you mentioned the Iditarod underway earlier this week. Yeah. You know who's been to the Iditarod? Susan Kim. Susan Kim joins us live next on Wisconsin's Morning News. The nearly 1,000-mile voyage from Anchorage to Nome, Alaska. Sound for the ceremonial start this week. The huge journey underway with a record few mushers in the field this year. Just over 30 sled dog teams making the trek for about another week or so. Sled dog expert. Susan Susan Kim is live with us this morning. No? Are you not a sled dog expert? No. I didn't even get it right. I told Eric you covered the Iditarod when you were, I guess let's back up. You spent the first part of your career in Alaska in both Juneau Fantastic. and Anchorage, right? I did, yes. I got a phone call uh, graduating from college. I had sent like 100 resume tapes out. In those days, uh, we actually sent physical videotapes of our work. And uh, three places called me back. And then the news director in Juneau, Alaska, called me and offered me the job. And, I, and it was the, he said it was between me and a woman in Michigan. And I said, well, what does that mean? Whoever gets there first gets the job. And he said, yes. And so I got there first. I got the yes. Job. Well, right. You're Pacific Northwest at the time, right? Seattle? No, I was in, um, my parents had moved to Atlanta. So I hauled my butt from Atlanta wow. to Juneau, Alaska, like in 24 hours. The, the great race but was I on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. The race for the job. So when you asked me, about talking about the Iditarod, he said, yeah, I want to have you on because you covered the Iditarod. I mean, I've gone to the start of the <laughs> I was there. <laughs> and, and- what they do there for the start is, you know, it's like a big party, like St. Patrick's Day here. You know, we, have, we didn't have a parade, but it was everybody's out enjoying the weather, you know, bar hopping and things like that. And then they have the ceremonial start and everyone comes out and it's really, you know, it's a really fun thing to be there and uh, a lot of energy. So that was a big thing to do in Anchorage, Alaska. And um, so, yeah, I was there for that. (laughs) So is is the whole state involved on this, Susan? Are they like on pins and needles throughout the entire race and journey? Are they following very closely? Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I would say that... um, Everyone around the state is really excited about the Iditarod. It's really um, a fun thing to watch and to hear from the mushers. The mushers are like stars, and uh, classrooms are following. But it was a lot harder then um, because we didn't have 
you know, the cell phones and internet like we did, we do now. So we had a reporter out actually following along, like following uh, teams along the trail, along that thousand mile trail. It wasn't, we couldn't FaceTime. And I was looking, it was fun for me to watch, go to com right now. And they have videos and they have crews along the way. And you can watch uh, interviews with the mushers at places. They have actual cameras all over the place. So it was fun to kind of go down memory lane that way, but we didn't have any of that stuff. So the you were that we had covering like actually camped out in places or uh, stayed at little, you know, I think they stayed at little houses along the way. I don't remember, but it was that type of thing. So you were a uh, young bachelorette there in <laughs> Alaska in your days. <laughs> wow. What was, what was that like for you? Now, historically, right, there are way more men than women in, in Alaska. That's what they say. You just want me to tell people. I want you to say, tell the, tell the line. <laughs> tell the line. All right. Well, back then, I don't know. Oprah did a piece on that, too, about how many men there are, more men there are than women. So the thing there is the odds are good, but the goods are odd. (laughs) (laughs) So there are plenty of dudes, but not quite sure what you're going to get. That was back in the 90s. I I know. That's like one of my favorite lines of, of yours, right? Like, you always like bring that up because <laughs> it's it's a fascinating line. So I, I'm also curious about what it was like living there in, with with the light, with the you know with it light oh, all yeah. summer and then dark after that. How did you adjust to that? Yeah, well, you know, you're right out of college, so everything is just fun. Um, and Alaska has a lot of oil companies. I don't know if they have as many now as they did then. So this is back in the 90s early 90s, and, um, you know, Arco, BP, all these companies had uh, big offices in Alaska, and so they all sent their young engineers, all the college graduates, got sent to Alaska. So it was actually really fun because it was a lot of young people just running around, staying up all night, playing (laughs) softball, doing whatever, you know, in the summer. In the winter, we had a lot of darkness. It was dark uh, for a long time during the day. So that was hard. But, you know, we just made do. I mean, we just did whatever you do here. But I will say that when I got to Milwaukee, um, it was like March, my first time in Milwaukee in March. And I was surprised at how cold it was (laughs) compared to Alaska because we don't have the, we didn't have as much wind in Anchorage. And so that wind is really, you know, can be cold. Listen to me complaining about March weather. But I, I was surprised to be coming from Alaska to Milwaukee and thinking how cold it was. And how about the, that? The goods aren't odd here in Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> Bullseye. No, the goods are very nice. I met my husband here. <laughs> That's one good. Anyway, he's all right. You got one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, if it took the Iditarod to get you to come on the show this morning, totally Yay. worth it. <laughs> Well, it was so fun to talk to you. I hope people were interested in learning about Alaska. I don't know. <laughs> From you, they were. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, okay. good luck to your Kettle Moraine Lasers tonight in the uh, sectional semifinal. Oh, thank you. Yes. Kenosha Indian Trail tonight. So that right. should be fun. No, we'll be rooting for you. Thank 728, you. Susan right. Kim from TMJ4 News. Just clicking over to 729 now on Wisconsin's Morning News. getting a lot of traction this morning. I got an extraordinary email delivered to the program. It's addressed to me, but it was for all of us. Okay. 
from a woman named Anne, and she is the proprietor of an establishment in Fond du Lac County. Now, folks who listen to the show regularly, you might already see where I'm going. Here's what she wrote. I was listening to your broadcast from a couple weeks ago, and I wanted to let you know we enjoyed it very much. It was an awesome segment, and we laughed so hard we were crying. Now, that could describe any day on this program because <laughs> we're so funny. Or just crying because of the <laughs> Just crying because of other content. What is she talking about? So I got on the phone and I called Sean Went, And I said, Sean, I need some help. Yeah. Sean, I need some help. <laughs> Reacting to that story, which I'll reset for you if you're not familiar. This is the, the guy that you heard talking there. He had speared this massive sturgeon on Lake Winnebago. Top 10 biggest of all time mm-hmm. pulled from that lake. Yeah. And it was just this last spears fishing season in uh, February, right? Yep. And so we were joking because this guy just randomly name drops Sean Went, like without any further context. And so that got us like wondering who yeah, Sean Who is this guy? <laughs> Why would he randomly bring him up in an Why, interview on a TV station? Yes. And are we supposed to know from yeah, Sean Went yeah. or what? So here's the conversation that followed. And so I thought, got on the phone and I called Sean Went. <laughs> I say, hey, Sean, you got to get over here. <laughs> Christ, I got a big one here. <laughs> <laughs> and then I imagine that Sean Went is just the guy that you call. For everything. Anything. Yeah, I'm snowed in here. I bet Sean Went, he got a plow on his on his Chevy. He can come here and plow me out. I got to call Sean Went. My shanty's starting to sink into the water a little bit. Better call Sean Went for a tow. He can help you out over My here. My broadband a little slow today. <laughs> call Sean Went. He's going to reboot that. <laughs> so, I like my version that I had in my brain. Sean went just right? some some Swiss Army knife of a man up there in the Fox Valley. Yeah, what you got to do is unplug it and plug it back in here once. Yeah, thanks, Sean. You're all you should be up and running. <laughs> Let me call if you need any help. So that's the fun we had with that, and it was kind of a one-off, whatever. But back to Anne's email, she writes: Yes, Sean is a legend in this area. In case you didn't get in touch with him, here's his number. <laughs> yes, finally. So we have we a contact have number for Sean Went, and then she adds, "Stop in and visit us at Wentz sometime, or better yet, have Sean guide you spearing next year." Anne is well, Cross is her maiden name, but she's Anne Cross Went. Sean Went's sister. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and yes. confirms that he is a legend. All right. Oh, that's so, this is awesome. So we have to go up there now. For sure. We've been invited. We've been invited. But I don't know if I ever want to actually meet him. You pref- the legend, prefer not to meet your heroes? The legend and the lore of Sean Wendt could be better than the real thing. I don't know that he has any plans to meet us. <laughs> <Good point. laughs> I mean, Anne was the one who wrote. <laughs> but we're getting texts on this, too. Uh, various others claiming to know Sean Wendt. Yeah, well, I was at the Ice Bowl, too. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows Sean Went. Yeah. No, you don't. So we'll have to make a field trip. It's Wentz on the Lake if you're up in Fond du Lac County, and we've been invited. And we have contact information for Sean Went. 7.45 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Quarterback uncertainty in Green Bay continues, but things are starting to move up around following reports, meaning between the Green Bay Packers and the New York Jets leadership. Diana Rossini of ESPN is reporting there is hope in the Big Apple. There is optimism in the New York Jets building today. It actually started before that trip to the West Coast to meet Aaron Rodgers in person. This was all driven by owner Woody Johnson. He wanted to get in front of the quarterback, get to know him a little bit, 
and talk about what it could be, what it could look like, and what they could achieve with Aaron Rodgers under center in New York with this Jets roster. So they went in there thinking they could get him, and they came home believing they are poised to get him, and they feel like they can get this done. Now look, this is Aaron Rodgers. He takes his time. He thinks things through. He likes to think outside the box. He could wake up today and say he doesn't want to play football anymore. He could retire. But in terms of the Jets side of this, the New York Jets feel good that Aaron Rodgers could be their quarterback this season. More certainly to follow as the NFL New League year is less than a week away. Over to the Diamond where baseball is starting to move around as the Milwaukee Brewers rolled out a prospect-heavy lineup against Great Britain in a fun and exhibition game. Highly touted prospect Jackson Chorio had himself a debut going two for three with a walk, two doubles, and two runs as the Brew Crew won 8-2 to two after the game manager Craig Council on the hype surrounding Churio. The player earns the hype. That that's you should you should you know you should celebrate it because the player earned it. Absolutely, he earned it. And at the same time, then there's also just still like those hurdles. They, they never the player learns is that they never stop. Like somebody keeps putting a hurdle in front of them. Somebody keeps putting something else in front of them, and it's it's never ending. Next up for the Brewers is a two oh five first pitch today against the San Francisco Giants. College hoop season is heating up as Wisconsin was in action Wednesday night against Ohio State in their first round of the Big Ten tournament. It was a slow start for Wisconsin, who saw a 27-point deficit at one point, but made a late run in the second half. Hepburn, his first field goal of the night, and Wisconsin back within eight. Hepburn would cut the Ohio State lead with under three minutes to go, but it would be too late as Wisconsin falls in the first round of the Big Ten tournament by final score of 65-57. to 57. Head coach Greg Gar with some insight on the lessons his team has learned this season. A lot of lessons that haven't been pleasant to go through that these guys have experienced. That's what I talked about afterwards, that we have to be able to use these to our advantage no matter what happens you know, the rest of this year and then spinning forward. But we're f- more focused on this year right now. But we obviously have maturing to do in some of these areas and, and we've seen that i think that's the one thing with younger teams is the inconsistency and we sometimes we change uh colors right within a game today's a good example wisconsin now will sit and wait to see if they make the college basketball tournament as the announcement of dates and games and seedings are this sunday this college basketball tournament update is presented by outdoor living unlimited I need a player. It's Trivia Thursday. We'll do trivia with Tausch next. Caller number five will join us, and if you choose correctly, you win a prize package. You may win something even if you don't. I don't know. Talk to Pancake. That's that's between you and Pancake. 855-616-1620. We need a player for Trivia with Tausch. We'll take caller number five next. It's the most important pick you'll make all week. Who are you going to pick? This guy? You could have been asked, why are we slapping asses at all? <laughs> this guy. How soon before you can show what? off that tush? For him. The choice is yours. It's time for Trivia with Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Mark Tausch, you're with us for Trivia today. I looked at Brandon like a minute ago and I was like, ooh, wait, you got Trivia, right? <laughs> I forgot he didn't, Tausch. We're ready to go. Well, we're always ready to go. Right. One uh, way or the other. Angela is uh, with us. She is our trivia contestant this morning from St. Francis. Morning, Angela. Good morning. So here's how it works. Brandon's going to come up with a trivia question. You get to decide. You think I'll get it right. You think Eric gets it right. Maybe you think it's Tausch. Or maybe you think Brandon stumps us all. 
If you are correct, you win a prize. What do you think? I'm going to say he's going to stump y'all. Ooh. <laughs> Sticking with me. It's been a while since somebody picked the stumper. I grew up in St. Francis, yeah, so I have a good feeling me and Angela have a connection there. Ah. Some collusion going on here. <laughs> All right, Angela, I hope you're... Well, I want you to win a prize, but I also want to get it right, so I don't, I don't really know what to root for here. I'll root for you anyway. <laughs> All right, hang on. Here we go. All right. In honor of the Oscars coming up this Sunday, Steven Spielberg has created a number of amazing films. But which film won his first Academy Award as Best Director? Jaws. Ron. Do you want a hint? Billstead, out already. What do you think, Tosh? I'll take a hint. Definitely want a hint. All right. This movie debuted when... The first ever online purchase was made for a Pizza Hut pizza. Online. Uh, Dang. We thinking that's late 80s? We thinking when was when do you think that was? We can now can we collaborate? Uh, <laughs> Daddy, Vinny let's and I combine. Collaborate on this? I can we, we have yeah. we have a couple more hints too. So if, whenever okay. you're ready, you yeah, let we'll me take know. It. You'll take, take another, another one? Well, yeah. I do. Okay. All right. Let's hear another All right. Let's hint. go to hint number two. This movie debuted when the first PlayStation console was invented. Ugh. Mandy, we're into the 2000s, don't you think? No. I no? think PlayStation was around in the 90s. Well, I'm now thinking Eric's right now it's a late <laughs> 90s. He has it now. Do you get a lifeline? <laughs> well, that's well, great. No, I, I did tell Greg what I think it is, but I, I won't share. Did right, Lucas so do right ET? now we're thinking... First, that was in the 80s. I See, saw right. an right. That's what right I was thinking. But he was E.T., too. right? He was, yeah. Okay, but we're well past yes. that because yeah. we're talking online right, let's stuff. Let's get another clue. All right, another clue. This Ace of Bass hit, I Saw the Sign, was the number one song. Okay, Ooh, that's... Okay, it's 94. Yep. 1994. Getting close. What Spielberg movie was 94? 94, maybe 95... Pancake's got it. He's good. It, was that it? That was Tom Hanks' era. It was he did not do Forrest Gump, right? It was, was it, Spielberg Forrest Gump? Oh, it could have been. Uh, was I, it Saving Private Ryan? Maybe. Uh, let's let's do it. Yep. yep. Saving, let's yep. say Saving Private Ryan. Locked in. All right. Saving final, Private answer. Ryan. final answer. Final answer. Final answer. You guys should guess yep. separately. Why are you guessing together? <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. You say Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Thank you, Bill, okay. for jumping in. Uh, why don't you go saving private? That's what I'm doing. What do you got? God, I just don't think he did Forrest Gump, but it's that year. I'm going to say Forrest Gump. Vinny, you are incorrect. Man. Did he even do saving Tausch, private? Ryan? You said what was your what was your answer? Forrest Forrest, Forrest Gump, Gump is incorrect. Uh, Greg got it. So Angela, oh, the, pancake. Greg's got it. Greg, the answer. Sindler's list. Schindler's List in 1994. Are you sure? So I thought that we was got the year. We got the year. You had the year. Yeah. Angela, you are the winner today by <laughs> virtue of the fact that we are all losers. <laughs> well, I hope you're happy. <laughs> Good choice, Angela. Good choice. Yeah, at least somebody won, right? Yes. Oh, That's a positive. Well, thank you for calling the show. I'll leave you on hold here. Talk to Pancake. He'll set up getting the massive prize package out to you. Yeah. So we collaborated. The only reason I knew, I, you know, Spielberg obviously put a ton of great movies out, but we went to the state tournament in 1994, got beat in the first round, and we stuck around the rest of the weekend. 
And we played Ace of Base. I saw the sign the entire weekend. That's the only reason I know that. Yeah, I remember that. I was, you know, a few years ahead of you, so I think my yeah, that was that was college soundtrack for me. Yeah. That song who played pitched, endlessly. Who did Forrest Gump? <laughs> Who's the producer of Forrest Gump? Uh, that was Robert Zemeckis. Yep. Okay. Who did but Spielberg had a ton That's of films in the nineties? I mean, all the Jurassic Park, uh, Titanic. Oh, no, that too. wasn't Spielberg. Titanic? James Cameron. You're right. It was. You're right. But you're right was. about the Jurassic Park. Yeah, That's Jurassic actually Park. that was my first thought after yeah. I missed it because that was '93. I think the initial. It was very the, close. To, yeah, it's right around yeah. that same. Uh, anybody else thinking Brandon's questions are too hard? We're now. I think. Am I, am I? Am I doing this? Uh, we, we haven't even sniffed it yet. <laughs> That's uh, we're not three true. Three weeks into this. That's not true. Oh, great. Yeah, Eric got the first one. I don't think I got any of Dom's uh, questions. You guys right. are one for three. Uh, I, yeah, <laughs> What's I ain't gonna lie to you. Maybe, <laughs> maybe <laughs> it's not. Maybe it's not who's writing the questions. Maybe it's the three of us trying can't to. Be that, that can't, can't be. be that. I'll lighten up in no, uh, next week's uh, trivia. Yeah, you're right on Dom. He'd always have like Dom Dom Catronio trivia. <laughs> name the golf course. My dog's name in, in Maricopa County. Was, right, come on. <laughs> uh, All right, Tosh. We'll talk tomorrow. Maybe we'll have some Aaron Rodgers see you, news. Boys. Take care.